Welcome to the Song Topsy Report, everyone, where we dissect bad music to figure out how it died. I'm your host, Nick Brigadier, and unfortunately, it is just me for this mini-episode, because due to a particularly eventful week in all three of our lives, we were unable to all meet up and get a full episode recorded in time for this week. So we are very sorry for that. Uh, We will all explain in depth, I'm sure, the next time we do a full episode, which will be next week. So... Next week will just be a normal episode, and in fact, uh, because I'm feeling bad that we're not giving you the full episode experience this week, I'll give you a little teaser uh, about what we'll be doing. Next week is going to be our first listener submission episode, and so what that means is uh, we're going to do an episode consisting entirely of songs that were not on our radar at all until some of our listeners reached out to us and gave us suggestions for some of these songs. So we'll be going through, I think, three bad songs, uh, or questionably bad songs, I guess we'll discuss it, uh, next week. If you ever sent us a suggestion, there's a chance your uh, song suggestion could be one of the ones featured. And if you would like to be featured in a future listener submission episode, please contact us. Uh, you can email us at thesongtopsyreport at gmail.com. You can reach out to us on our Facebook account, on our Twitter, on our Instagram. You can DM us in all those places. But... Even though this is not a full episode, I didn't want to just leave you with nothing. So I figured what I would do is discuss the biggest music-related news that just happened, actually, as of this recording, uh, not even an hour ago. Uh, The Super Bowl halftime show uh, in Minnesota featuring Justin Timberlake, because there was some controversy about this performance before it even started. Uh, there There were rumors that Justin Timberlake was going to perform along with a Prince hologram. Now, holograms, <laughs> we could do a whole su- uh, episode, I feel like, just on holograms. But uh, there was some controversy over the fact that there's going to be potentially Justin Timberlake performing with a Prince hologram. Uh, that did not happen, unfortunately. Well, <laughs> I say unfortunately just because I would have loved to have seen if Justin Timberlake could have like ripped the bodice off of a Prince hologram, a la he did with Janet Jackson. Uh, we did not get that, but we did get something like that. So Justin Timberlake performed a bunch of his old classic songs, and then things got a little serious. You know, the the marching band orchestra that was behind him, they kind of fade out. Justin Timberlake goes and sits down behind a piano, and he starts playing the Prince classic song, I Would Die For You, while seated at a piano with a backdrop of Prince performing. So there's a giant purple curtain, and they have what looks like a VHS-quality Prince performance, like, superimposed on the back of it, which I don't know if that was a tasteful move or the most subversively dickish move ever, because technically, it wasn't a hologram. It was not a hologram, but some people were pissed off enough about it to actually try to figure out if that was disrespectful. Like, I'm already going through on Twitter, obviously everyone is posting their immediate reactions to it, and one of the first ones that was posted was by PRN Family. Uh, which I assume is Prince Family or Porn Family. I don't know. They uh, they don't clarify. Uh, but Porn Family said, or uh, they tweeted, quote, hologram, noun, a three-dimensional image formed by the interference of light beams from a laser or other coherent light source, a photograph of an interference pattern that, when suitably illuminated, produces a three-dimensional image, which I am assuming is their subtle way of saying that that was a hologram. 
And then another reaction was by Sinbad, who you may remember uh, starring alongside Arnold Schwarzenegger in Jingle All the Way. Uh, he said, quote, Okay, punk-ass Justin Timberlake. And he he made Justin lowercase, but he did not make Timberlake lowercase. So I don't know if that was another subversive diss towards Justin Timberlake or if it was just poor grammar. But he said, Okay, punk-ass Justin Timberlake, you was cool till you pulled that Prince bullshit. You dissed Prince on a track of yours, and you dissed him on stage when you lowered the mic stand on stage when Prince won an award. Later for ya ass. I don't know the, in, uh, the instance he's referring to, but that sounds um, debatably insulting? I don't know. Uh, and then Cynthia Arrivo said, quote, And the anger, all in caps with three exclamation points, to bring Prince out to improve this mediocrity is a damn embarrassment. I'm fuming. Halftime show. Hashtag. Now, the reason people, the reason there was controversy is because, you know, the, the whole question about whether it's okay or in good taste to parade these holograms of dead former musicians out, uh, there's a lot of debate just about that anyway. You know, it's been, I'm trying to think who's done it now. Uh, Tupac has been a hologram. Nate Dogg, I think, has been a hologram. Uh, Ronnie James Dio has been a hologram and is touring, I think, now. Uh, Michael Jackson, obviously, was a hologram. And a a near miss with Prince. So so there's obviously a trend with this. But Prince himself, at one point in an interview, very specifically and almost prophetically called this out. In a 1998 interview, Prince was asked specifically by Guitar World magazine, quote, With digital editing, it is now possible to create a situation where you could jam with any artist from the past. Would you ever consider doing something like that? And Prince replied, Certainly not. That's the most demonic thing imaginable. Everything is as it is and as it should be. If I was meant to jam with Duke Ellington, we would have lived in the same age. That whole virtual reality thing, it is really demonic. And I am not a demon. Which I love it. I don't know why I had to clarify that. I don't know if in 1998 there was some controversy about Prince being a demon. Uh, because he just seems to be bringing a lot of attention to it. I don't know. But he also then goes on to say, uh, also, what they did with that Beatles song, Free as a Bird, manipulating John Lennon's voice to have him singing from across the grave, that'll never happen to me. To prevent that kind of thing from happening is another reason why I want artistic control. So... Some people are saying that this still kind of violated Prince's wishes because it was still technically Prince from beyond the grave uh, performing alongside a very alive current artist, even if it wasn't specifically a hologram. So I feel like that might be being dissected uh, well after the Super Bowl. I mean, this obviously just happened, um, but people seem to have very strong opinions on it uh, already. To me, the funniest part about the whole halftime show, because it's really awful, you know, so many, so much time and effort goes into the halftime show. You know, obviously Justin Timberlake is preparing for it. There are dancers, there's musicians, there's so much tech work happening. You know, the 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 people who work behind the scenes to make all the pyrotechnics and all the logistics, the people stage managing, essentially, um, they never get any credit for the work that they put into these shows. But of course, after the show, people just focus on what went wrong. What can we needle? What can we dissect? Uh, which is actually kind of what our whole podcast is predicated on. But uh, so the Prince thing was the big one. And then the other one was Selfie Kid. Selfie Kid at the very end. Uh, um, oh, this was so entertaining to watch. So the last 
kind of song that Justin Timberlake performs is uh, Can't Stop the Feeling, that you know hit song he did from Trolls back in 2016. And he goes up into the audience, and he's kind of you know dancing along, and like he's high-fiving the people as he goes by. And he finally stops like halfway up in the stands, and he throws his arm around this young kid, and he goes, Got this feeling in my body. And it's great, it's happy. <laughs> this kid... Look, uh, you probably are. I mean, if, if whether you saw the Super Bowl or not, you probably already have heard or seen, you know, how that little chunk went. But uh, I'm sympathetic. Like, I know it's tough for kids now. You, kids are being bombarded with all kinds of technology, all kinds of influences. You know, like, I didn't own a, I didn't own a smartphone or a cell phone even really until late in my high school career. And yes, I do consider it a career because it was hard work. Uh, and, you know... Kids nowadays, they're born with this stuff. So, this poor kid, he looked like like Justin Timberlake caused him to go into colonel panic mode. Like, the, like the way the brain of a child works now is essentially this. If something exciting is happening that you can't immediately wrap your head around, like when a celebrity at the biggest sporting event out there suddenly comes up to you in the audience and he throws his arm around you, the first thing that, that children, I feel like, are hardwired to do now is take a selfie. Don't think, don't ask yourself why you're doing it. Just shoot first and ask questions later. This seems to be such an ingrained reflex now. Something is happening. Take a selfie of me with it. Oh, I'm with a celebrity. Do I even know who he is? Doesn't matter. I'll get a selfie with him and figure it out later. And it was just very entertaining to watch this happen in real time because this this kid gets approached by, by Justin Timberlake who, in the middle of his Super Bowl halftime show, throws his arm around this kid's shoulder. This child's first instinct is take my phone out, unlock it to put my passcode in, figure out, uh, quickly get to the, the, the camera app on my, on my Android phone or whatever he was using, uh, quickly get to the front-facing camera and snap a photo with this person. Almost unaware that he is at the Super Bowl, which is the most watched. It's, it's watched, I think, by um, over 100 million people in this country, at least, watch the Super Bowl. There are... Many, many, many of the most expensive high-tech cameras all pointed right at you and Justin Timberlake while this moment is happening. This moment is being watched live by people all over the world, and tens of millions of them. And yet, for some reason, you think the best way to prove that you were there, to, to remember this moment, is to take out your phone... And go to your, 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 your cheap Android phone, because your dad didn't think you're ready for one of those iPhones or Samsungs, go to your grainy 5 megapixel front-facing camera and get a shoddy photo of you with Justin Timberlake. <laughs> like, you'll be able to go to YouTube until the end of time and look up uh, Super Bowl halftime show Justin Timberlake 2018, and every time you get towards the end of it, you will be able to see yourself. You'll always be there. But your only memory now of that Super Bowl, it wasn't actually being there in the moment with Justin Timberlake. It was you trying to get your phone out and take a selfie with him. And also, it seemed bad because I don't think he actually really knew the lyrics to the song. Or at least if he did, he was so in kernel panic mode that he wasn't able to sing along with them. Uh, I don't know. I just felt really bad. And then even Justin Timberlake was like, yeah, Super Bowl selfie. I think he was just looking for like a generic audience member to just kind of sing along with him. Uh, and he did not get that with this little kid, but uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to be harsh on that. That I mean, I don't know. Maybe you. You know, maybe I would do the same thing. Who knows? I shit on this poor kid, and I probably would just be gushing and taking my phone out and snapping a 
selfie with him because he se- he seems uh, he seems intoxicatingly charming. I might not be able to help myself, but he's at least not. Well, I think he's intoxicatingly charming. Uh, Prince fans might have a different story on that. But yeah, those are some of my initial thoughts on the halftime show. By the way, I have I did not watch any of the actual football game. It's actually not even over at the time I'm recording this. Uh, I was uh, working my day job uh, till the till the wee hours, and I just caught the halftime show on YouTube. Right, at, it, it was uploaded to NFL's YouTube page right after it got uh, finished, and so I watched it there several times and got my initial reactions on it. So I hope th- I hope the team that you were rooting for. The uh, Eagles or the Patriots, I think, are the teams playing. I hope your team won. I hope uh, Minneapolis is still standing by the time this episode gets out. And I hope to see you next week, because like I said, we will be back with a full episode. It will be listener submissions. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and we can tell you maybe a little bit about why our weeks were so hectic. Uh, for, for some of us, it was for fun stuff. For some of us, it was for not so fun stuff. Uh, but everyone is okay. But the last thing I wanted to say before I go was just to shout out every single one of you who is listening to this podcast. Thank you so much. It is so appreciated. Uh, We love doing this and seeing that people are listening to this and I'm assuming enjoying it or either hate listening to it. Uh, Regardless, as long as you're listening, uh, we really do appreciate it. It really is awesome uh, that we're able to reach so many people in so many states here in the U.S. and in so many countries all over the world. And uh, if you like what you're hearing, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. They have some algorithm where it does help, like, boost us up in terms of how we're noticed. Um, And once again, if you have a bad song suggestion, or even if you don't, even if you just want to shout, just say, hey, please contact us. Uh, Once again, you can email us at thesongtopsyreport at gmail.com. You can DM us on uh, Twitter, on Instagram. You can Facebook message us. And we will get back to you. Like, like, Like I had said before, if you message us it will be one of us who is replying if it has a lot of emojis and exclamation points it's probably mike russell who's replying if if the sentences end with periods or one exclamation point at the end it's probably me replying and steve (laughs) probably won't be replying at all um but we'll see if we can change that so thank you so much for listening uh we will be back next week with a full normal episode and we will see you guys then take care